Welcome to the Indestructible Wealth Podcast. This is the place where we help young entrepreneurs and professionals to make, keep, and grow wealth that you can enjoy now and for years to come. I'm your host, Jack Gibson, a serial entrepreneur, founder of multiple seven and eight figure businesses and wealth building strategist. Each week, I'm going to share my tips, resources, and secrets to help you create a plan and build the life you've dreamed of. When I was just starting out in business and investing, I had no idea how naive I was. I grew up in a loving family where honesty and trust were high values and where greed and theft were just not even on our radar. The only instance I was exposed to theft was in second grade when John Stetler stole my He-Man action figure and we recovered it with a stealth operation from his backpack. Enter young, naive Jack in the investing world, attempting to put his money to work, and I had sucker written all over me. I just didn't know what I didn't know. And that's always costly. Fortunately, the vast majority of people you'll do business with are amazing, honest, sincere people. Unfortunately, there's a small percentage that will do anything to separate you from your money and won't think twice about it, nor will they care. I call these the hidden forces that are out there ready to jump at the chance to take your hard-earned cash. Let's figure out how to avoid these traps so you follow Warren Buffett's number one rule of investing. Don't lose money. All right. So last week, my son, John, he's my oldest. He's uh, just turned 13. You know, oh man, the dude is growing like a weed. Definitely. And all likely is going to be taller than me. I'm 6'2". And he's uh, he's already like 5'9 at 13. I wanted to always tower over him for the rest of his life, but uh, that doesn't look like it's going to happen. So I'm trying to instill entrepreneurial spirit in my children. And it, so far, maybe it's just a sign that it's starting to take. So he goes to Walgreens on his bike and he gets nine bags of Jolly Ranchers, right? Spends $4 per bag. So he goes to school and I didn't really know this was going on. You know, like he didn't really tell me his plan. All I knew is he came back with like a bunch of bags of Jolly Ranchers because our family is like right now on this Jolly Rancher craze. Like they're like gold right now to us. I don't know. We're, we're on a kick, you know? So he takes the Jolly Ranchers to school and he sells like five bags and profit. I think he profited like 11 bucks, maybe it's four bags. I don't know. So he had one kid that bought it like for, for $5, one bought it for six, one bought it for $10 for the bag. And then he had another kid who bought like a partial bag uh, for like five bucks. So he comes home, he's all excited. He's like, dad, I just profited $11. I can see why you really like this game. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I was cracking up. I'm like, Yes, yes. Now you get it. Now you know why I love entrepreneurialism and profits are always going to be better than wages. And he said, yeah, dad. He said, look, I get to eat my Jolly Ranchers for free. They're paying for my Jolly Ranchers when they bought them. I'm like, yes, you're getting it. I posted that on Facebook, you know, 20, 30 comments. People loved it. I don't think that my mother-in-law potentially liked it because she was the guidance counselor at that school. He was prohibited from selling items in the school, which I asked him if he was allowed to. And he said yes, which I should have raised a, you know, somewhat of like a yellow flag. His principal had a conversation with him and told him he couldn't sell in the school, but he could sell outside the school. Just couldn't do it inside the building. John's doing his promotion inside the school. And then he's doing his transactions 
the exchange of goods and services for money. He's doing that outside of the building. I love it. I'm proud. Too bad school's over because he's going to not be able to, to make money doing this, but hopefully he figures out some other way to create profits, right? I want to talk to you guys today about the hidden dangers that are lurking to separate you from your money. I don't know else how else to say it. Building wealth is really fucking hard. And if we look at the three major stages, the make it bucket, the keep it bucket, and the grow it bucket, each stage has an onslaught, onslaught of challenges to navigate. Let's take a look at what you're up against. You know, this game is not to be played naive with childlike wonder anymore. Like we're not playing Monopoly for the board game with, you know, fake cash. Young investors like I was not too long ago typically just aren't aware of all the hidden and unseen forces that are constantly eroding and trying to intentionally separate you from your hard-earned cash. So I want to take a look at the seven major hidden forces that's coming for your money. Let's learn how to give them the big middle. Okay, so we know the first step is you've got to make money. In this phase, your primary asset is your skills, your energy, and the way you develop new skills that increase your earning power is through education. So to become more educated, you have to dedicate the time and money to take courses, hire coaches, download the books and the podcasts. You know, you got to learn. You got to get educated. And you're consistently and relentlessly being bombarded with addictive, time-consuming distractions to your attention. Netflix, alcohol, friends, restaurants, Amazon Prime, internet porn. You know, these are all major distractions that you deal with on the daily. Well, maybe not internet porn, right? I'm just talking to people that you know. I'm not talking to you, even though statistics show that, like, it's highly likely that half of you uh, you know, have some level of addiction to internet porn, but you know, hey, um, uh, it's probably not this audience, right? That's a different audience. So Netflix has engineered their algorithms to serve you up exactly what they know you'll be interested in. And then the shows are designed with the storyline sequence to suck you into massive binge watching. How many courses could you have gone through by the time you just went through a few shows? And then once you increase your ability to earn more money by improving your skills and your knowledge, you've got to keep some of what you make to have anything to grow. So in the keep stage, you're bombarded by a slew of marketers and advertising messages to get you to spend your dollars. It's estimated that the average American sees somewhere in the range of six you're not even going to believe this. You might believe this, but it's crazy to me. Six to 10,000 ads per day, 6,000 to 10,000 ads per day, which has gone up dramatically now that electronic ads on Facebook and Google are hitting you up for pretty much the duration that you're online and you're online probably multiple hours per day. In addition, you have another hidden danger. It's called your neurochemistry. Okay, so that first danger is marketers advertisers, right? Second danger is neurochemistry. That's wired into your brain from tens of thousands of years ago that was necessary to help you increase your odds of survival. Why is it a real thing to keep up with the Joneses? Well, the higher the level of status you had back in the tribal days, that gave you the greater number of allies 
and resources, which greatly increased your odds of survival. Thank the uh, serotonin chemical that's still very present in your brain for your desire to showcase your status with the nicest cars, the nicest house, the nicest clothes and trips that you can possibly afford, or maybe not afford, but you buy it anyways, because you need that rush of serotonin for status. And we aren't done with the keep it bucket. The biggest threat to you keeping your funds is the biggest expense of your lifetime without anything even close, taxation. Now, this may not be a hidden necessarily danger. There is a lot about the tax code and taxation that is hidden from you that you haven't taken the time to educate yourself on yet. You know, over your lifetime, you're going to pay 50% of your efforts to the government, probably a lot more than that. That doesn't include the inflation tax. That's taxation without representation. That's the government printing more money to service their debt load. That doesn't even include the devaluation of your dollar. So it's well over 50%. You do know that there are tax saving strategies that could you could probably be educating yourself on right now, not later when you're rich, right? But let's see. I've got a free hour and, you know, I just need to unwind. I've, I've had a, you know, I've had a challenging day, had a busy day. How about I grab a book on tax reduction strategies? Or maybe I could do that tomorrow. You know, I'm right in the middle of Ozarks on Netflix. I can't possibly stop watching this amazing show to learn terribly boring tax saving strategies. And so then you finish that one. And then the very next show is served up to you by the algorithm. And tomorrow is put off indefinitely. Now, all of these roadblocks, and we haven't even gotten to how actually grow your money yet. In the growth stage, there's additional hidden agendas that we'll want to take a look at. I fall into all of these. And unless you know what you're up against, you have a good chance of encountering at least a couple of these as well. So back in 97 to 2000, I hustled. I worked hard through college, and I saved up you know, some stacks of money. Internet stocks were cranking out yearly 40% gains and seeing intense speculation. I wanted a piece of it. So FOMO hit me. It was just too much for me to handle. Fear of missing out. And of course, you know, I wanted to get rich as quickly as possible with the least amount of effort. So I fell victim to investing for quick gains without protecting my principal capital. Someone out there made off with my money, you know, and that when the stocks crashed and I was still left holding the bag, they were laughing gleefully how they found another sucker. And believe it or not, my business partner ended up in FBI handcuffs while I was left picking up the pieces for myself and friends and associates who I referred to him to buy properties. I neglected the wisdom of former President Ronald Reagan when he spoke of how he would handle the Soviets. I'll trust, but I'll verify. A simple background check would have revealed that this was not a man to be trusted. You know, and I don't think this is necessary to background check every person that you do business with. But when you, you know, especially when you're buying small ticket items, you know, if somebody screws you over for a couple hundred bucks, okay, you're going to move on from that pretty darn quick. And it's not going to be a life altering event. But when you're dealing with large sums of money, you, when you're in partnership with somebody, you better be damn clear who you're dealing with. Another factor that many don't realize is eroding their wealth is fees. In Tony Robbins' masterful book, Money, Master the Game, he did an amazing job exposing the enormous drag that mutual fund managers put on your portfolio. Side-by-side -side comparison models show just a 1% difference in fees. With all things being equal, come in, $100,000 investment, 30-year time frame. They get both get 8% returns, and they have an equal withdrawal at retirement. The investor paying 1% more in fees 
will run out of money 10 years sooner. One study even showed that 96% of mutual funds failed to beat the market over a 15-year period. The result is that you overpay for underperformance. This is why I'm not a fan of mutual funds. You cannot escape the awful, greedy fees. So this is the plan that so many people sign up for, not paying attention to that extra 1% fee. Well, because it seems so insignificant in the grand scheme of things, right? Like really, you know, what difference can a little 1% fee make? I'm going to make that up with big gains from this expert's picks. Makes a huge difference that you're not even thinking. This is how the Wall Street getting rich off of the, the hardworking Americans who are just blindly putting their money into these highly intensive fee structured plans that don't even really give them that much more value than just investing in the market and into an index fund. Of all the hidden challenges to the wealth building process, there's another one that's called debt and how to understand and properly utilize debt. And I've talked about this on a previous podcast. So if you skipped over that one, it looks like a lot of listeners did. I mean, this is huge to understand good and bad debt. I believe the difference maker for me was that I love good debt and I hated and eliminated bad debt. Good debt is debt that helps you buy assets that you normally could not afford to buy that produce income and allow you to control an appreciating asset. Bad debt is consumer-based debt. When you borrow money to buy things you can't afford that don't produce any income, you just increased your liabilities instead of your assets. So every payment makes you poorer instead of richer. Or if it doesn't make you poor, it erodes your investable income and puts you further away from financial freedom. So let's review the seven hidden villains to your wealth building process. You got marketers, neurochemistry, FOMO, fraud, taxes, fees, and improper use or understanding of debt. Have a great day, friends. Let's watch out and be on guard for these hidden dangers to your wealth strategic process. That's a wrap for this episode on the Indestructible Wealth Podcast. If you'd like to dive deeper into your own wealth building strategy, check us out at myindestructiblewealth.com and follow along on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and yes, even TikTok. Send me your questions and your financial challenges, and I promise I'll respond. I'll think you're really awesome if you'll share and leave me a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcast. Until next time, remember our mission here is to help you make, keep, and grow wealth you can enjoy now and for years to come.